I am so excited for you to tune into today's show because today's show is all about dating your spouse. And so our hosts are sharing some of their favorite dates from the past, some of their favorite ways they love to connect while saving money. And Paige might even hijack this show and start talking about um, that thing, um, (laughs) intimacy, whatever people call it. And so it's going to be exciting. Tune in. We're ready for today's episode of The Living Room right after this. Welcome to The Living Room. We are thrilled that you are joining us for today's conversation. Whether you're here for the first time or you're a longtime friend of the show, we're delighted to have conversations just like this, where as women and friends, we talk about everything from relationships to personal development, from growing in our own careers and roles as women, as mothers, as wives, as friends. We also love talking and touching on things that are spiritual. Thank you so much for joining us. And now we'll turn the time over to your hosts for today's show. Hey there, Michelle McCullough here. On this show, over the last three years, we have discussed a number of personal development and peak performance topics, which is my favorite thing to talk about. I also travel and speak to organizations, corporations, associations, and even teams all across the country, sharing messages of productivity, personal development, and peak performance. I also use principles from my book, the Make It Happen Blueprint. So if you know of any groups, organizations, or even teams that are interested in a message like this, both in person or even virtually, reach out to me. I'd love to discuss if I'm the right fit for your upcoming event or group. And if you know of someone who is looking for speakers, feel free to send them my way. I can be found online at www.speakmichelle.com. And I can also be reached at michelle at speakmichelle.com. Thanks so much for helping us share these messages of joy, light, and personal development, which bring us all hope and peace as we move forward. Have a great day and make it happen. Hello and welcome to The Living Room. It is February, but whether you're listening to this show in December or whether you're listening in June, today we're talking about the exciting conversation of continuing to date your spouse. And so on today's show, we're going to be chatting about some of our favorite date nights, how we stay connected with our spouse, but really we're going to be talking about making our marriage a priority. So I am your host today, Michelle McCullough, and we are joined by Paige, Janet, Nicole, and Jody. And we're missing Heather, who really should be here for this conversation as our marriage and family coach, (laughs) Um, but she could not be here today. So we are... Going along without her, we're channeling our inner Heather. No professional guidance. Yes, we have zero. (laughs) Yes, you should also know that there are no marriage and family experts in this room, only people who have been married, and we can all tell you that we only know our marriage and not yours. But maybe you'll get some good ideas (laughs) about how to do it. So the first question in conversation is, um, I want to be real about how often you go on a date with your spouse define date and then I can tell you because mm-hmm. I don't go to dinners and movies and I mean that's you know like traditional maybe date okay, night so, but I say together time is date but so, so I'm a huge fan of dating outside the home okay sure it's just so long do you consider do you consider dating on the couch, like watching a, a red box as a date? I do because I have this great fireplace. And okay, so, but do you also go out? Yes, yes. We go out, but we probably do more recreational things. And we I don't know that 
I think of it as dating, but it's, we're dating. We're spending time together. We're spending time together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I would say we, me and my husband, we, we intentionally try to date once a week. Great. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're once a weekers too. We probably get it about 80% of the time, but don't get me wrong. Don't, (laughs) don't get me wrong. We're, we're laying in bed Netflixing the other night. You know what I mean? So (laughs) like, what is so funny right now? Okay. Like we're spending time together. We're not laughing. At you. I know. I know you're not. Oh There's just gosh. like something going on in our room right now, you guys. We're we all were crying. talking about yeah. sex before oh, the show started. There's a lot of lots, innuendos already. Lots of innuendos. We're sorry, but we're we're just having a little flushed face here, and I am barreling through. Okay. The show's pulling this together. Okay. So yes, we date. What about we you, date. gal? I have the best news ever. We have no kids, which I loved having my kids. But now that we have an empty nest and all the kids are gone, it's like you're on a date all day, every day Aww. with your husband. It, like, it was so long ago that we were dating. And now we've kind of rekindled that really fun, we love to be together relationship. And what a great thing to look forward yeah. to, you guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Yeah, it's yes. awesome. But yeah, I think to your point, one of the reasons why from the time that my kids were really little, I was, I was adamant about weekly date night Good. was because I, I knew that I couldn't wait until my kids were out of the house to yes. keep that relationship with my husband. Yes. And of all the things that we do, even when money was tight, we found a babysitter and went and did something. Mm-hmm. And I know that for some people that is not, is that, that doesn't necessarily connect, but to your credit and to your point, I don't think you necessarily have to go out of the house, though. No. I think part of dating is getting away from the things, the everyday things. Mm-hmm. But I also know people who are like, okay, Friday's our date night. We put the kids down at seven 30 and we're going to watch a movie and we're going to get in takeout and we're going to spend time together. I think the point of it is just making the intention to build that relationship and because it was a lot easier when we had no kids and we could just date all the time. Right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think that's where I have opened my mind a little bit because I really actually felt a little cheated years ago. We, we would go out, we'd set the babysitter, you know, we'd go out and our kids became teenagers. And so it was more of, we didn't have that babysitter at home because our babysitter mm-hmm. was now that's on the a stage date. I'm in. And so it was mm-hmm. a little tricky. So yeah. I had to reframe the togetherness because sometimes that meant going in the car together to pick up the 14 year old that's at a friend's house and then saying, Hey, we're going to stop at Arctic circle and get a shake on the way and defining that as a date Mm -hmm. instead of putting it in the mindset of, we haven't gone to dinner. We haven't gone you know, those traditional things. And I also started including a lot more of just the recreational things that we do. And so for me, that has helped a great deal because I didn't look at it. I looked at it more as I was, not receiving that time. And thanks to a husband that said, can we look at this in a different light? Mm -hmm. And that then opened me up to say, aha, we, you know, yeah. So maybe some of you out there in that same boat, Mm -hmm. Nicole, what about you? How often? Well, we don't do like every single Friday night. It's not like on the calendar. It probably should be. But for the last two years, my husband has worked from home. And before that he had a job that was like 60 to 80 hours a week. So there was a huge shift and that's been like a whole different lifestyle change. Um, so even my daughter, so she, 
she's often gone Friday and Saturday nights, right? So she's our babysitter. So then we have to think about other options, but she was like, mom, I need you and dad to go out on a date. Cause I need some spending money. And I, if she really babysits and I really pay her like a babysitter. Yeah. And I just said, well, we just go out during the day. So many times we'll just go grab lunch. You know, I work from home too. So we have to be honest about getting our work done, but I'll never forget when La La Land was out in the theaters. Mm-hmm. He was on his way home from a meeting in the city and he called me and said, meet me at this theater. And, and there was just two couples, us, and then this old couple oh, with gray cool. hair in the whole theater. And it was just so fun. fun. So that yeah, fun. And that's something, been awesome. Something unexpected. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I like that's it. Fun. Okay. So on the same conversation, what have been some of your favorite dates when money is tight? What are some of the things that you do that don't cost a lot of money? Janet. We go to Barnes and Noble and we look at books and we read them. We share, look what I found. And then we go home. Wow. And we don't buy anything. No. We've done no. that before. Too. We've done yeah. that too. Or sometimes we make a list. Mm-hmm. When we do have money, we're going to get this and this. Uh, or maybe right? we'll buy a cocoa at the yes, Starbucks. Exactly. And then we'll walk around with yeah. our cocoa and... and and look at books. And browse. Yeah. yeah. I, said, I think it's always really fun. Yeah. I love that one. I said to my husband once, you know, we could go to the library and then actually bring books home. And he was like, no, no, that's the kind of fun of it. The fun of it is that you are someplace where you could buy something, right. but you aren't but buying you it. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. okay it good. is more fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. We've gone looking um, for farm equipment at <laughs> Calcash. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I did get a pair of cowboy boots out of it one time, which was totally unexpected. But, um, and sometimes, you know what, when we, I remember being pregnant with my second and my third baby and we would go to Home Depot because we'd moved into a house, needed some work. And honestly, it was just going, you know, together. So not spending money necessarily on the date, the date. itself, but going errands. together and running errands and again, counting it as that, but we going on drives up the Canyon or to seeing a beautiful view. And, um, and it didn't always, it always wasn't for the purpose. I mean, there was always a little bit of romance in it, but it was just, uh, we'd play our, our journey, any music from our past. And, you know, we still play that, but the reality of just like driving. And now we have this Jeep that my husband restored. That's a 1971 Jeep commando. And so it's a hard top. You can take it off and on. And that's my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Summer nights, on, we'd go get Slurpees, you know, so yeah, yeah. driving right. and, okay. So what comes to my mind are two things, game nights with friends, oh, fun, mm. super fun. And yeah. she, you know, it doesn't cost anything. And then shocker, I married a guy that loves to shop. And so we, <laughs> that's a good thing that would save your marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just go wander and we go not to spend money, but to get inspiration and yeah. be inspired visually. And mm-hmm. so we'll just wander stores and have so much fun, but going in with the intention of we have no money to spend or we, or no, let's not spend any money tonight is really fun. It's like a totally different view of shopping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I I like that. Any other thoughts, ideas on cheap and expensive dates, Janet? Hiking. Yes. So fun to get up in the woods and and through a trail and have a really private place to have a really good conversation. Mm -hmm. And then also, one of my favorite dates of all time was before we were married and Jeff was, had to clean this apartment building until midnight. And so I went over and helped him strip the floors on this apartment building, but we had so much fun doing it together. Mm -hmm. And that's been throughout our marriage. Um, something that has really worked for us is working together, but making it fun. Well, and one of the things that you brought up that made me think of is couples who have shared hobbies. So what are things that you like doing together? 
when we were um, when we didn't have as much money, we loved looking at houses. So we would drive around and look at houses wow. and say, I like that. I like that. I like this. I like that. And um, so that was fun for us. Um, we would look at travel books. So like if we couldn't go somewhere, we would go look at a travel book or a travel magazine and think about going places. Um, but those were the things that we kind of both enjoyed doing. But also I think all the time about advice I got from somewhere and I wish I could give it credit, but, um, I remember reading some sort of marriage book or something where it talked about how important it is for you to have your own hobbies and goals too. So that when you come together, you have something to talk about different stories, different ideas, because I have seen some couples who completely come completely together and there's never any separate time and they don't have other things to bring in. And sometimes they struggle because they're not talking about other things aside from just that one set of conversations. Um, and so, but it's also fun to have hobbies and things you do together. Okay. Uh, favorite date you've ever been on with your spouse. Snowmobiling. I love the weekend, like the weekend dates that we get to go. And especially when it's just, gorgeous blue sky days and all the, all, all the snow. So I, I love that because it's the, it, it's, it's the couple of days, you know, together, but sure. I know how much he enjoys it. I do. But, um, if you can't do that all year, obviously then there's other, other things we do, but I just, you know, I'll, I've even called them and said, Hey, can we go snowmobiling tomorrow? I'm like, right, yeah, we sure can, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> couldn't do that when our kids were younger all the time, you know, unless we were all going together and we were, you know, heading out of town. But I, I love those recreational dates. Okay. I do. Awesome. I love it. Um, my husband, uh, more before than now, had a lot of black tie events for work. Mm-hmm. So those were always fun, right? Because you get, like, all decked out. And then, you know, it's just the same dinner. But it's, like, fun. And you, yeah. yeah. Good yeah. people watching, too. Yeah. yeah. Lots of people sure. watching. Yeah. We used to have date? a lot of black tie galas with my work. Uh-huh. Yeah, Those really fun. Because they're not as expensive as they sound, no. right? Because no. a lot of the costs are included, so yeah. they're a lot of fun. Yeah, that's so fun. So when we lived in Los Angeles, we bought season tickets to the L.A. Philharmonic mm-hmm. and the Amundsen Theater. Mm-hmm. And there was something so great about going into this big city and having, you know, the lights and the great entertainment. But also, we had something on the calendar that was going to force us to get out of the house together. And we still have the best memories of all the really fun, cool stuff that we did when we were in LA because mm-hmm. of that. That's great. Cool. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Mine's, mine's a little bit of a real scenario. We were having a rough patch in our marriage and it was a really rough week. And we decided to go out to dinner to crab legs, which I had never done. And it sounded really fun. And I normally would talk us out of it because it's expensive. But we <laughs> went and we cracked crab legs for hours and we laughed. And it was one of the best dates I've mm-hmm. ever had because we got on the same level again and we reconnected. And it was just a really memorable night. So That's great. Yeah. Doing something mm-hmm. totally out of the ordinary. Yeah. Of like, oh, let's go get yeah. burgers or Italian exactly. food or yeah, that that would be exciting. Well, yeah, go ahead. Jen. You know, another great one for me was we were visiting his parents in London and um, away from all the things that we were doing with them, we stole away for one afternoon and we went to see this exhibit of Turner's at the Tate. And honestly, it was it was one of those ways where we connected so deeply because we both just stood in front of these paintings and were just weeping because mm. they were so beautiful. And I will never forget that day. And just Aww. such a great connection. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I love that. There's a couple in my neighborhood, and I love what they do because they share it on the social media. But 
they once a month they go visit a tiny town. They live here in Utah. They live in oh Riverton God, where I live. And they pick, they put the map out and they kind of do the point, you know, let's go here. And so they have, they just go for an overnight in Friday and they eat at the little tiny town and they explore mm. the little tiny town. So over the years That's that fun. I've known them and, you know, and then just watch them um, and, and say, and they just are like, oh, guess where we're, guess where we are today? We're in Eureka, you know, or mm-hmm. there's towns here in Utah. I had no idea even were towns and to find a place to stay, but they get just, he's a teacher and I know, I'm not sure what she does, but it gives them, it gives them that quick getaway, but a destination. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so there's been, um, I want to go to Eden. I've been there once. I love Eden, but oh, yeah. you know, there's a couple of places I've seen and I thought, well, that's the best place to get a piece of pie. And I think that for me would be adventure, you know, adventurous. Yeah. I love the thought of, Ooh, let's leave tonight. Just wing it, go mm-hmm. figure out where we're going to stay. And, uh, and then just, what happens happens that day. Then you come back on Saturday. Okay. So one of the problems that I have in my marriage and then um, don't worry, I'm not spilling anything tragic, (laughs) but but I'm a very spontaneous person and my husband is absolutely not. He likes things like very predictable. Um, and is he an accountant? No, he's not. (laughs) And he's an, he's a relatively outgoing person. It's just, he likes things very predictable. Like he orders the same thing at every restaurant. Like he's just very predictable. And generally that's okay when life gets busy, but every few months, like I feel like all this itchy tension because I want to go do something fun, adventurous. That's out of the box. And unfortunately I usually have to like plan it myself or say, it's now time that like, let's do this. And so every now and then there's like spontaneity with Christmas gifts and things. I, um, I, we got tickets to a Broadway play that was in town. Like that was exciting to me, but that doesn't, that's not the norm. So I'm a little bit envious of couples that do spontaneity all the time. Well, and we're We're not spontaneous. We, and I, I want to be more. And so that is something I mentioned that actually to him. I said, could we do that? I said, well, what? We could just go to Paris because we have a little house in Paris that's in Idaho. And so, well, so it's Paris, easy. Idaho. Yeah, Paris, Idaho. Okay. Yeah. Paris, Idaho. I'm like, that is spontaneous. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> that qualifies. So, yeah. So we have this. So because that's our destination most of the time. So I'm with you. I'm with you. And I can't think of anything specific that I can say helps. But I did get permission from Nancy Hansen to share something because she, she, she's my friend and she just does the cutest thing for her husband. And he's not a spontaneous person. This is a good place to bring it up. So she does the 12 gifts of Christmas and it's a date in a box. He doesn't know where they're going or what they're doing. Oh, that is cute. And the coolest thing when I called her on the way to say, okay, tell me again how you want me you know, to share this. She said, just tell everybody. So I don't give all the dates in the boxes at Christmas. They're just mm. wrapped really cute. So on it, it says you get a date on this day, but then she fulfills it throughout the year. Well, her husband didn't know this and Dave, hopefully you're not listening. So the date's not even in the box, but the, but she knows on this date and they've gone to the, they did everything from skiing to the theater, mm-hmm. got in the car, went on a drive. And she said, even one time it was my anniversary and I decided that day what that gift was, but he had all those gifts and she has the little packet that she said she'd share with our listeners. But as so, for an, a spontaneous you know, person though, she still had to do all of the work. She had to, And yes. so sometimes so that can drain the romance out of a marriage. Well, it's not like if I'm always the one planning yeah. the spontaneity, yeah. 
like yeah. that can mm-hmm. that's yeah. like what I want is yeah. like to be surprised, not to plan the spontaneity. I gotcha. I agree. So I gotcha. this is a great conversation because I think that their dating can be one of those things that has expectations with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in when I was married the first time, um, and we were seeing a counselor, she told us we had to take turns deciding what the dates were. And so mm-hmm. like like every single week you had to go on a date. And one week it was my turn, one week it was his turn. And in my marriage now, that just doesn't work. Like Aaron expects a date every single week, but he doesn't necessarily want to plan anything. (laughs) And and he has over the years said, no, I don't want to go to movies anymore. And I don't want to do this. And I like only these places. And and I started to feel frustrated. It was like, no, no, because remember my counselor, she said that we have to take turns planning dates. And I finally got to the point where I was grateful he wanted to hang out with me. And if it means I have to do the work, I'm happy to do that because when we're together, it's worth it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's right for every couple. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. think that some couples need to say, yes, I need you to make to take this initiative yeah. because my relationship is different because I'm gone a lot. Mm-hmm. And so because I'm gone a lot and there are lots of nights where he's home putting kids to bed or whatever mm-hmm. because I work at night and on weekends, um, it's important for me to kind of make that initiative because of all the other things. So yeah. I think part of that is okay. figuring out what happens in your marriage and having the conversation because what hurts relationships is expectations not yes, met. Yes, absolutely. And not so the not doing you them. change yeah. like I and I have adjusted my expectations, um, and I've realized that like I just have to get to that point where I'm like, okay, it's time. We got to be spontane or have mm-hmm. spontaneity this weekend, mm-hmm. and then it happens and it's fine. And you communicate. I, I get it. It. Yes. yes, but you know, just like you know, holidays and things, I always get overboard on expectations. Yeah. But I wish I didn't have to communicate it. But yeah. yeah. I'm crazy about my husband and we're a great match. So I'm okay. Yes, like it's yes. okay. And I, I, I've been there, been there, done that. And we've been married almost, well, we'll be 29 years next month. And so it is, it's kind of like, I see that journey where, you know, the tears I can remember just going, Oh, you know, I just, I want to feel that somebody, you know, in this moment wants to be with me and therefore we're going to go do this. But mm-hmm. I've, I have, I have had to grow into that space that says, he, he, I remember him saying, I, I am happy to be here. Like, I'm, and I'm like, well, that doesn't sound happy, but the reality <laughs> is, is he's there, you know? Yeah. So whether I planned it or he, he planned it, but I, I do think, I do think that can be a, a tricky thing. I do. Doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt or doesn't make you sad, you know? I totally get that. Okay. Yeah, so just really quick, I feel like we need to like have a whole show about this, but I, I feel like we need to talk as women like about our sex life, especially as married women. And here's what bugs me. And I'll probably say this in the show when I host it. So stay tuned. But, um, (laughs) it bugs me that sex, sex, sex is teenagers, you know, stay away. Here are the limitations. Don't do no, 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 no. Get married. Don't talk about sex. Don't talk about how much you're having sex, what kind of sex you're having, what your relationship works, you know, what works for you guys. There's like no discussion as Christian women. And I feel like we need to be discussing this because what about, all the people, sorry, Michelle, I'm hijacking your show. <laughs> what about all the people having good, healthy sex? Why aren't we talking? I feel like we need to be talking about this. Or just like so, what's normal. What's what's normal yeah, and everyone else's. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like we were so restricted as Christian teenagers. And I have open conversations with all my friends. And my mom's like, I don't with all my friends. And I'm like, why not? Why aren't we having open conversations? So am I allowed to ask a question? Absolutely. Go ahead. <laughs> Are we? having sex 
And if so, is it often? Is that general enough? Well, and and does it have to be part? <laughs> you guys, of Michelle the date? is like totally guarding herself right now. <laughs> because for me, for me, it's not always part of the date. No, it's not always. And part of the date. and that was a letdown because I when when it was talked about when we were first married, and I had a friend that was like, oh, every time we go out, then, and so you know we our dates were sometimes exhausting because we were doing, we, we went motorcycle riding or something. Because then it was expected to end with? And well, in my mind, I'm oh, like, okay, then I'll do, you know, and so yeah. it's interesting that I was like, well, aren't, aren't men testosteronally driven, you know, whatever though. Mm-hmm. So I, I, talking about it, yes, that would have helped me so much years ago. I took, it took too long to get to that yeah, conversation, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't always date night that then there was sex, but I'm, you know, I'm enjoying sex so much yeah. more than I was earlier in my marriage and it didn't take long, but the reality is it gets better and better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because like we still have kids at home there, I feel like I'm talking to like giving too much information, but I'm really not. They're separate things. Like a date, like you can come in and Mm -hmm. the kids are there and it's like, like they, they co and they coexist separately. Mm -hmm. Um, that being said, like my husband works from home and my kids are in school all day and I work from home a lot. So like I'll let you fill in the blanks, uh-huh. but some like, tuners going on here. Like, some <laughs> happening times like day the... sex is awesome. <laughs> so why would you want it at 1130 PM yeah. after a long sure, day so when tired. you've been out on the town? Like, yeah. 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 Jana thoughts. Love it. Um, yeah, go ahead. Anything? Um, <laughs> Yeah, we do it. Yeah, I Great. I don't love Great. to talk about it Great. to be honest. Yeah, that's okay. But um, I'm a big fan. Great. I think so. If it was our anniversary this week, me and my husband, 15 years, and I keep I've just been hey, beaming all that. year, all week, thinking I can't believe I made it 15 years. I really didn't see myself doing that, and really? I'm so honored. Yeah, that I have a good, loving relationship, yeah. and um, I just keep thinking that that a, like obviously it's the deepest way to connect you know, having a good, intimate relationship. And so I think it's wonderful whether or not, you know, it doesn't really matter how many times you're doing it, but if you're communicating with each other on what your needs are and you're, and you're having this, this good, meaningful sex, I think that's wonderful. And it just brings you closer together. So Michelle, do you have any thoughts on this subject? (laughs) Okay. I want to ask a question. Yeah. 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 Um, making out like I miss just making out. Yeah. Have you ever tried just doing it? Yeah, well, my husband doesn't like to just make out. He wants everything to just, like, lead to sex. And I'm like, well, let's just try making out. But the problem is, is, like, I'll get to sex anyway, right? Michelle's covering her ears. But I just wish that, like... So that you can't go any further because there's other people there. Do people make out? Yes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but lots of times we, like, challenge ourselves. We're (laughs) like, let's try... Well, you you kiss differently (laughs) once you've had sex. Yes. You know you yeah. can get to that. Yes. So life right. changes once you've had sex. So I feel yeah. like lots of times we're like, let's just try and make out for like 10 minutes and see what happens. And it's so <laughs> great to like I sit it. in it, you know? Yeah. And like give to Taste each other. Rest. Yeah. yeah. So I did tell my husband, I said, I want to make out in the back of your truck. Like oh I'm gosh. January 7th, I'm turning 50 and we're going to make out in your back of your truck. And, uh, and oh, that's but the best part is, is that then you don't have to stop. But the, but the reality of just being brave enough to do that, I was, I wasn't the brave person many, many years ago, but I wanted to be. And I think yeah. dating and, and doing the things, this is, this is going back to your dating thought. I chose to do the things that made my husband happy. 
And gratefully, I loved to do them too. But so much of dating is about doing things that make you happy. And sometimes the hard thing is one thing likes one per or one activity, one person's really happy doing and the other person's like, ah. So I, I think the happier you are in your dating, whether that is going to movies or, you know, but then if that leads you to that intimate space, even if it's not after date night, but I think there's so much pressure on the dating itself that it's the relationship that you have to step back to and say, let's be spontaneous or let's we're in the same space together or, well, you know, and I think all of that is true. And I think one of the reasons why I feel so passionately about this conversation, where I think that, um, the making time for your relationship matters, mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever that is it does. and what it, it does. looks like, whether, I mean, making yeah. time for my relationship feels different now than it did when I had a baby mm-hmm. and it feels different than when I w- had no children. Mm-hmm. And so one of the reasons why it works for us to say, okay, when we're planning out our week, are we going out on Friday night or Saturday night is I love looking forward to that. I mm-hmm. love knowing that I'm mm-hmm. going to be with him. Yeah. And he likes that too, knowing that there will be a time for connection because there are lots of times we spend apart. Mm-hmm. But I think to your point about that, I think that it can change and be different, but we can communicate about that just like we can communicate about anything else. Absolutely. Sometimes I want to go do X. Sometimes I want to do X. And for us, us, we're like, okay, once, once a month, we're going to go do something spiritual. We're going to go to the temple or another time we're going to go out to dinner. And once a month, we're going to go out with friends or something. And sometimes it's just a matter of saying, what are the things that we have to do? that we can look forward to. And sometimes you can pick and sometimes I can pick. And sometimes we're going to do the things that we like to do together. But I think that for me, that anything that we do, whether it is dating or um, even some intimacy things, whatever that is. (laughs) um, She pushes her hands over there for another time. (laughs) But helping your spouse know that you care about your marriage and that you're Mm -hmm. making that whether it's initiative or starting the conversations, I think is important. And the dating goes along beyond just the things that you do away or the time that you spend, but are you still sending each other text messages? Mm -hmm. Do you tell your spouse that you love them every day? Are there ways that you compliment them and, Mm -hmm. and keep that connection going so that it can always be strong. So thank you so much for tuning in to our show today here at the living room. Um, thank you Paige for asking questions. I can't ask. And, uh, (laughs) um, we hope that as you think about this month and the months ahead, that you think about what you need next in your marriage and start to have the conversations that will help you put you, that will help put you back on the right track. And one of the things that I love that was shared today was Paige talking about how time, there are times when marriage isn't working and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But what I love about all of this is just the opportunity that at any moment, anything can change. Mm -hmm. And that as we make intention in our relationships, as we put our spouses, um, first in priority or find ways to make sure they feel connected, that we really can take our relationships to the next level. So we hope that you will give your marriage, your spouse and your dating some living room. Thank you for joining us for today's show. We hope you'll keep the conversation going with us through social media on your favorite channels. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at From the Living Room or find us online for past episodes and other information about our hosts at www.fromthelivingroom.com. 